So let's review. The Mishnah continues discussing A woman who remarried through an Eid Echad who said her husband died and he returned. Since she was not Daiko Mintzaba, careful to confirm his death, she receives a kanas, a penalty, which includes several stringencies. The Mishnah mentioned that she does not receive her ksuba and the Tznai Ksuba the addendum, and continues, If she dies, neither her husband that was a kain may be metamatar. Neither her husband can claim her metzia, findings, maesidah, earnings, or hafaras nederah. If she was a Bas Yisrael, she is disqualified to marry Koyin. If she was a Bas Levi, she is disqualified from Meister Rishon. If she was a Bas Koyin, she is disqualified from Truma. When she dies, the inheritors of the husbands do not receive her Ksuba. If either husband dies without children, their brothers give her chalitza, but are prohibited to perform yibn. If either husband dies without children, their brothers give her chalitza, but are prohibited to perform yibn. Rabbi Yisi disagrees with the Tanakhama and says that she receives her kasuba from the first husband. Rebelazah disagrees with the Tanakhama and says that the first husband claims Mitziyasa, Maisiyadeh, Ubafaras Nadirah. Reb Shimon Aimer, Biyasa, Echelatzasa, Me'achav Shalrishin, Paiteret, Sarasa. Reb Shimon disagrees with the Tanakhama and says that if the first husband dies without children, his brother, his brother is allowed to perform Yibmor Chalitzatahar. Since the Yibm is effective, therefore her Tzara is also Pater. Shimon also disagrees with the Tanakam and holds that a child from the first husband is not considered a mamzer. Ravuna says, Shimon agrees to his foregoer, Rabbi Lazar, and they both agreed to their foregoer, Rabbi Yaisi. However, Rabbi Yaisi disagrees with his successor, Rabbi Lazar, and they both disagree with their successor, Rabbi Shimon. Gemara explains, Basroi moidl kamoi, Reb Shimon moidl Reb Lazar. Shimon agrees with his foregoer, Reb Lazar, that Rishin zaka b'mitziyasa b'maisidel b'afars nederau. Since Reb Shimon holds that the knas does not apply to yibum, although it is bia isura, the knas certainly does not apply to memaina. However, kamoi lo moidl Basroi, Reb Lazar lo moidl Reb Shimon. Reb Lazar disagrees with his successor, Reb Shimon, because he is lenient only in Mitziyasa, or Maisidah, which is Mamayna, but he is not lenient for Yibam because it is Biyadisura. Basroi, Moidule Kamoi. Tarvayu, Moidule Rabiyesi. Both Reb Shimon and Reb Lazar agree with their foregoer, Rabiyesi, that she also receives her Ksuba. Since the Knas is not applicable to Mitziyasa, Maisidah, Vafara, although it is when the Yasvetuse received during marriage, and might cause us a that he will remain with her, there is still no knas. The knas is certainly not applicable to ksuba, which is lemishkal umepek, given only when divorced. However, Biesi disagrees with his successes, Rebbe Lazar Reb Shimon, since he is lenient only in the knas regarding ksuba, which is lemishkal umepek. But he is not lenient regarding mitziyasa maesiyadeh of afara, because it is the yasvetuseh. 
Yechanan says, Kamoi Moidulabasroi. Yechanan agrees with his successor, Belazar, and they both agree to their successor, Rabbi Shimon. However, Basroi loy Moidul Kamoi. Rabbi Shimon disagrees with his forego, Rabbi Lazar, and they both disagree with their forego, Rabbi Yesi. Pigmar explains, Kamoi Moidul Basroi. Rabbi Yesi Moidule le Rabbi Lazar. Rabbi agrees with his successor, Rabbi Lazar, that Rishon Zakar Bemitsayasa, Bemaisyadah, Vafaras Nadirao. Since the knas does not apply to ksuba, which is she receives the ksuba from him. And although she transgressed, there is still no knas. The knas certainly does not apply to which is he receives it from her. And since he did not transgress, there is no knas. However, Rebbe disagrees with his forego Rebbe that she does not receive her ksuba because Rebbe Lazar is only lenient in Mitsiyasu Maisidel Vafara, which is Mididal Lididay, but is not lenient for ksuba, which is Mididay Lidida. Kamoi Moidul Basroi, Vitarvayu Moidul Rebbe Shimon. Rebbe and Rebbe Lazar both agreed to their successor, Rebbe Shimon, that the first husband's brother made do Yibam because since the Knas is not applicable to Mitsiyasu Maisidel Vafara, although the Hanim Dimechayim, it's received while he is alive. The Kenas certainly does not apply to Yibim, which is only La'achar Misa after he dies. However, Rabbi Shimon disagrees with his foregoers, Rabbi Yisi and Rabbi Lazar, because Rabbi Shimon was only lenient in Yibim, which is La'achar Misa, but he is not lenient for Kesuba, because it is Michaim. Mishra continues with Rabbi Shimon. Vimnisis Shalei if she remarried through Shnei Edim, she is Muteris Labayla, permitted to remain with her first husband. However, in the Rish of the Mishnah, where Nisus Alpi Bazdin, if she remarried through Eid Echadim Bazdin, she receives a Knast that she is a Sur Labayla, prohibited to her husband. Amrav Huna, Amrav Hochi Hilchasa. Rav says that the final ruling is in accordance of Rab Shimon that Nisus Bishnei Edim is Muteris Labayla. Vigmar asks, Halacha Machlal the Pligi. This implies that others disagree that in Nisus Bishne Edim, she's a Sur Labala. Why does she receive a Knas of a Sur Labala? What more could she have done? She's like an Anusa who is Muteris Labala. A long and complicated discussion ensues about whether this is a Machlikis of Reb Shimon Virabonon, which remains inconclusive. Let's summarize the possible Machlikis with a slight overview of the issues. As part of this discussion, the Gemara addresses two halachas mentioned in the Mishnah. Tetzim mizel mizeh, and Srihi get mizeh mizeh. Now, we must remember that she is still legitimately married to the first husband. And now that he returned, we know that the second marriage was never a marriage because she was an Eishasesh all along. Therefore, regarding Tetzim mizel mizeh, in the case of Nisus al Bazin, all agree that Tetzim mizel mizeh, from the second husband, Midday Raisa, because she's an Eishas Ish, from the first husband because of Kanas. In the case of Nisus al Edim, certainly all agree that Tetze Misheni, because she's an Eishas Ish. The Shaila is whether Tetze Mirishin. Shimon clearly rules in the Mishnah, Loi Tetze, as he says, Muteris Lachzalai, she may return to him. The Kanas does not apply, because she's considered an Anusa who is Muteris Labayla. The pinna of the Rabbanan is not clear, and remains inconclusive in the Gemara. Some say that they agree to the above reasoning. Some say that they hold that the knas does apply 
because she should have done her own investigation even after Shnei Regarding Tzricha Get Mizeh Mizeh, in the case of Nisus Alpi Bezdin, since all agree that Tetzi Mizeh Mizeh, certainly Tzricha Get Mirishan, because she's Ishtar Midei According to the Rabbanon, Tzricha Get Mishani, because of Knas, as stated in the Mishnah, Tzricha Get Mizeh Mizeh. According to Reb Shimon, some say that he holds Einad Tzricha Get Mishani. As Tzricha explains, that Reb Shimon holds that the Knas applies only to Tetzi, but not to Get. Some say that he agrees Tzricha Get Mishani because of Knas. In the case of Nisus Al Pi Eidim, Reb Shimon certainly holds Einad Tzricha Get Mishani, because he holds Nisus Al Pi Eidim Loi Tetzi. If the Knas does not apply to Tetzi, it certainly does not apply to Get. Regarding the Rabbanan, some say that they agree that Einad Tzricha Get Mishani. Some say they disagree and Tzricha Get Mizeh Mizeh. All of the above questions as to the respective opinions of Rabbi Shimon and Rabbanon remain inconclusive.